milk first, cereal first. You know, we got a whole bunch of... If you are going to say milk first, we're ending this episode. <laughs> we're just... TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, your host Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Oh, hey. It's your boys. Yeah, yeah, and today is going to be the long-awaited podcast episode for Matt. He's Where been we talk wa- about anime. Well, actually, we'll be talking about food. food. But we're going to talk about anime first, because as when this episode goes up, it'll be the end of the month actually pretty the much last as we're, day as we're recording it's actually pretty much the end of the month when it comes out it will be the end the, of the month the literal last day of the month of january so, so if you've been following along to the nerdy misfit podcast as the start of january matt and i will be doing a monthly watch of an anime and we're just gonna give our uh what we think about it if we recommend it it's also something that the community can get involved in if you guys want to join us and watch what we're watching for the month and give your two cents as well. We would love that. We have a link down below in our link tree to our discord where you can join in the conversation and potentially maybe we watch some apps together. Who knows? But this month we watched Bochi the Rock. And if you watched our episode breaking down the Crunchyroll Awards, you would know that I, one, we gave it a couple of awards from us. And, uh, I spoke highly of it, but tried my best not to spoil anything for this specific segment. So if you've not seen it and you're interested in seeing it, I would recommend skipping probably about five, ten minutes ahead. Exactly. Uh, There will be spoilers. So with that said, what did you think of Bochi the Rock? What did I think of Bochi the Rock? Um, Honestly, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it was pretty good good. i think i didn't go in with high expectations because it was like a i didn't know anything about it going in other than the intro (laughs) when when i first looked at it it kind of reminded me of k-on okay and it is much better than k-on fair fair i find k-on to be a bit boring i didn't find myself really ever bored with bochi the rock I would agree with that. I think um when i watched the beginning of the first episode this kind of it kind of gave me like comey can't communicate vibes yeah a little just a little bit a little bit obviously they have similar issues one a little bit more yeah extreme obviously yeah but um overall the story was actually pretty solid it had obviously cliche you know predictable predictable story points well the whole Um, concept is obviously i mean it's like saying naruto's predictable yeah that's fair like obviously he's going to become the hokage spoiler yeah (laughs) spoiler so if you don't know the main character uh, we'll just reference her as Bochi here because that's her nickname. Yeah, has some pretty extreme social anxiety, and but she loves playing guitar, and she wants to be in a band, but she is incapable. I feel like that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Is incapable of going to ask people to be in a band, socialize with anyone, perform in front of anyone. She has her. Oh, she runs a YouTube that's just her. So that's how she kind of expresses herself creatively. But she has goals, but she can't really do it without other people. And that's the issue. And I found, uh, so obviously, like Matt's saying, predictable-wise is obviously there's going to be someone that shows up that maybe convinces her to join, and it's something that she wants, and then works towards slowly breaking down her barriers, if you will. Which... By the end of the season, she's definitely made some big steps, but in no way is it just over. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Because over this, it's been six or seven months, something like that. Yeah, because there's a whole episode about summer break and everything. Yeah, it's been over a good course of time, and although she's made progress, progress, it's not, which I feel like is very realistic to how someone dealing with social anxiety would be. I found it very relatable as someone who's gone through and has different forms of I definitely not to the extreme of Bochi, but I definitely um one, I have a very close knit group of friends. I don't have like a massive network of friends. Yeah. Um I also, you know, have to really work myself build myself up to go out yeah. with people. Um as a kid, like younger, like 
in uh, elementary school, I would get sick if I was too anxious. Like I like my like in one of the episodes, Bouchy the Rock literally says, um, "I like my stomach acid is going into overload because of how anxious she's getting." And I used to take like drugs for that exact issue of uh, the stomach build acid buildup, mm-hmm. which caused me to like feel really sick. So I could re- relate relate to a lot of the stuff. The not wanting to go up to talk to someone and letting someone else talk to them. Like that's all very relatable things. Uh, obviously for a lot of people, the idea of a social battery in general, everyone has a different limit of how their social battery works. You know, some people, it takes a lot. They go out an hour and that's what they got. Yeah. And you gotta, sometimes you gotta take what you can get. Uh, and some people just have bigger social batteries, which we see within the show with other characters that, are almost on the complete opposite spectrum, which bring a lot of humor to the series as well because the way uh, Bochy's inner monologues go whenever she sees one of her new friends be social in any way that she would want to be, yeah. but no, like just can't. So I found the character extremely relatable and done very well to how almost like not in, like obviously in an anime way because we see oh, she's turning to dust or she turns into a puddle. But that's how you feel. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of like metaphorical aspects to this show. And then even when they break the animation wall and yeah. show different types of animation and there's even like real like live real, action there's aspects real of it too. Art, yeah, real art. There's real video footage. There's CGI. There's a little bit of everything. There was uh, one scene where it was like the um, the really raw CGI yep. that they have her like hit a bunch of trees like a bowling ball. Um, yeah, it was a very creative, um, artistic choice to bring in all of that different styles of art and media mm-hmm. whenever Bochi is like thinking outside of the main world. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I think also too, just like overall the story, yes, it was, there was some cliche moments, but they did it in a way that it was fully relatable more than I've seen the same cliches in other animes or stories, etc. Um, I mean, obviously we watched it subbed, but all the voice acting was great. Um, the intro was pretty banger too. Like even how they tied it in with the last episode, I thought was really neat. Yep. Yep. Um, the character development uh, all was the, good. All the OST was good. Yeah. Solid. Like overall, like definitely I'd say a solid. Pretty well. All nine, the characters were great. Like, I think the only character that I wasn't the biggest fan of was, uh, Ryo, Ryo, Ryo or whatever her name is. Okay. The blue haired one. Yeah. Yeah. Like she had some funny moments, obviously like taking people's money and not paying them back. Yeah, but I really enjoyed the uh, the sister that, that owns the the club. Yeah, the older the blonde, the blonde. Yeah, I uh, thought that she was like, even though she doesn't say st- a lot, she definitely recognizes what's going on with both yeah. without her having to really say much. Like the summer break episode, she manages to kind of get Bochi to open up, and then she goes to the band and is like, "Did any of you ask Bochi to do anything this summer?" And they're all like. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going yeah. to. I thought you and they're like, oh my gosh, we didn't invite we're her. Terrible friends. I think also too, it also kind of shows a part of the music industry as well of like bands that are trying to start like from high school aspect, really just bands trying to get their first gig. Yeah, the grind. And like, you know, how, yeah, the grind. Really. If you don't, you can book a spot, but if you don't get the ticket sales, you're paying out of your own pocket. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who 100 know they're not going to hit those tickets. They're just trying to yeah. get people to see them. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And then we saw a character from an indie band, which maybe didn't set the best example of how to deal with your own stresses. <laughs> no. <laughs> a little bit of a heavy on the uh, the drinking there. The drinking aspect of it, that's for but sure. But yeah, I agree. Uh, I gave it a nine. Uh, I thought, obviously, the, the art style was good. The artistic choices of when to break that, I'm going to call it break the fourth wall of animation. Yeah. Uh. I thought that was really clever and it fit. It worked. It worked really well. It didn't feel forced. It was kind of like, you're like, yeah, this makes sense based on how the character's feeling. Yeah. Um, obviously the OST was really solid with both the original songs for the characters as well as just the regular OST. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Wasn't bored while watching it. Characters were solid. Honestly, I could see why it's up for anime of the year. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's the easiest way to describe it. Like it's it's well deserved to be in that spot. I think, and, and it hits a topic that isn't as fun. You know, yeah. A lot of time you'll watch an anime. Not saying all anime are like, but a lot of people enjoy watching anime that's like action or fun. 
you know, super pump up. And there were moments that pumped you up here, but there are also very real moments that you that you yourself might have felt at times during your life. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was uh, very beautiful. I think it was really well done. And the comedic timing and a lot of the jokes was really solid. Mm-hmm. Which nothing felt forced. I don't sp- think. Speaking I think of that's forced and comedic it. timing, when we uh, talk about the uh, the what ifs, the Marvel what ifs oh, season two, uh, I'll get into that for next week's episode. Maybe. Uh, wow, that is how you that is how you don't do natural humor. <laughs> by the way. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can go off about what if, but we'll save that for another. We'll episode. save that for uh, the next step. But um, yeah, so overall, I would say we recommend the series pretty yeah. pretty handedly. With that being said, we are going to pick our next show, which we just thought may as well keep up some some of the shows we weren't able to see from uh, yeah. the Crunchyroll Awards, and we're going to go with Heavenly Delusion. I believe the Dap- Japanese title is Tengoku Daimaku or something like that. Yeah. Um. Um, but yeah, that's on Disney Plus if you're interested in watching with us and have a Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, Tengoku um, De Macchio. Yeah. De Macchio. So if you're interested in watching with us, that's what we'll be watching next. It's 13 episodes. And February is a short month, so, you know, got to get that grinding quick. But it's a leap year, so we get to that extra day. Oh, wow. Not that, Matt's going to need that extra day. No, I won't. I'll be fine. So, yeah, uh, we'll drop it in the Discord, the, the new show we're watching, and... If you guys want to watch along and comment as you go, then feel free to do so. And then we'll, <laughs> with that being said, let's jump into this episode. Boom. 12 minutes later. But that's actually not bad for talking about brief anime. No, yeah, not for bad sure. Not bad at all. It doesn't, yeah, we don't want it to be a full, full app. Should we rank these, epi- these, these animes that we watched throughout the year at the end of the year? Yeah, you can make a note of what we've watched so far. I think that'd be... The main thing is that's fun about it is we're not only going to watch new shows necessarily from this year. That there yeah, could it's be just a lot of show. everything, yeah. But yeah, so uh, Matt's been waiting for this episode for a while. He's uh, every, every week, what are we going to talk about? Do you want to talk about food? So either he comes to my house hungry all the time or, <laughs> or the man just really wants to talk about food. What is both? I'm always hungry, dude. So... If you have not uh, followed the podcast, we have one episode just randomly in the midst of our almost 100 episodes. Yeah, it's called episode 48. I think the episode is literally called Not Our Usual Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, This is a spiritual sequel to uh, Not Your Average Podcast Part 2. And uh, since this time we knew what we were going to talk about, (laughs) and that one we were just bouncing off the walls not knowing what we were going to talk about. I think that's why I enjoyed that episode so much, though. We... I'm not saying we're trapped, but we're trapped within an initial title, which is breakfast. Exactly. Breakfast foods? If, we, if it like, doesn't go long enough, maybe we bring in lunch. Oh, it will go long enough. Oh, Don't okay. you worry. So I'm thinking, you know, we can have a discussion about obviously some of the big verses. And you think of breakfast in general. We have like pancakes versus waffles. That one's a big one. Yeah. But obviously we have lots of egg dishes. A lot of egg dishes, but like that's what about cereal? Like, what's your what's your go to cereal? Do you like cereal? Yep, or cereal. Not a cereal fan? Milk first, cereal first. You know, we got a whole bunch. If, of If you are going to say milk first, we're ending this episode. <laughs> we're just we have a whole bunch of discussions that can oh be my had. Gosh, milk first. But I guess the first thing we should start with is: Do you like eggs? Yes. I feel like that is a question that, that needs makes to be you asked a breakfast person. Breakfast. If you yeah. say yes if you don't like eggs, eggs, I don't know if you can be. I could have eggs well, vegans have at to eat any breakfast, meal. Dude. Okay, fair. That's why they have tofu scrambled. They're trying to create there eggs. There we go. They're trying tofu to create. Tofu scrambled. Trying to have eggs. Makes sense. But yeah, uh, one of my brothers is not a big egg person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's That's nice fair. to have someone who likes eggs. That's fair. Well, what's your, how do you like your eggs? Um, It depends. I definitely change things up. Uh. I'm a big over easy fan. Can never go wrong with dippy eggs. Yeah, I do love me some over easy eggs with just some toast. That is definitely also it's relatively quick. Yeah. That's another nice thing about eggs. They're very versatile and they cook quick. Which is nice. It's true. Um, but I also am, you know, I love a good scrambled egg as well. 
Yeah, As a kid, it was like it had to be big curds and had to be like dry. Oh, like you know, like over, like yeah, overcooked. Like, but now I do enjoy a moist, and sometimes the I just the, the crazy thing about scrambled eggs is you can have so many different styles of just the same broad scrambled egg. You can have like the Gordon Ramsay, which yeah. is very high in fat and very rich, very small curd. You can kind of take it back a notch, have a smaller curd, but not as much butter. And then you could also have just a nice American style, big curds, but still be moist, or you can have big curds and it be dry. You can do the spiral egg, which is basically just scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah. I think How about you? I enjoy scrambled eggs from time to time, but it's not my usual go-to. I think it's easier for a group. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent. Like for Christmas, uh, my grandparents will all will all get together and we'll have a big family kind of breakfast, mm-hmm. and we make scrambled eggs for that because it's just yeah, scrambled eggs is easy to make. So easy, but like, and you can make it all at once. But yeah. I can understand it not being the. It's also nice on like a sandwich, you know. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think too, like <sighs> scrambled eggs is good and all, but yeah, I think my usual go-to maybe this is like a pretentious or whatever it is over medium. Over medium. So over you like medium. a jammy yolk. Well, like, yeah. So like, I like the dippiness of an over easy egg, but then like, you know, if you don't have enough toast and the toast to egg, goopy egg ratio is off. That, you're not wrong. And that the is other, a big factor for me. Well, is and the, the other issue is it's a lot easier to have a lot of uncooked white sometimes, which can mm-hmm. be a little off-putting. Yes, that's for sure. So I can see that. I mean, I have over medium all the time just by accident. Accident, yeah. Yeah, you just overcook the eggs exactly like we said they cook fast they're easy to overcook see if you if you do over medium you get the both the best of both worlds because you got some dippiness but then you can still eat all the egg i like to take the when it's like over medium where you can almost take it with your fork and like spread it yeah heck yeah like over your toes yeah it works it works great you know um yeah definitely for eggs over medium um okay so if you were to have a go-to breakfast let's say Oh. Time's no issue. You're not out in a rush. You have all the ingredients. What are you making? It, for me personally, um, it would be over medium eggs. Okay. White toast with butter on it. Um, Why does white toast taste better for breakfast? I don't. I think it's because like, is it nostalgic? Is it? I think partially nostalgic. Or is but it also, just because you don't need anything complex? It just is a very. It's a vehicle for bringing the egg to your mouth it's, it's about the egg you know you want to highlight the egg in my opinion okay i'm not using 12 grain like slices a nice piece of bread yeah no you're not going eggs. to the bakery and being like yeah hit me with this nice beautiful yeah. sourdough loaf. yeah where's my smoked barley sourdough for my yeah. eggs in the morning no you're like no, give me no. that white bread yeah, give, give me, me that the whitest bread a <laughs> italiano wonder plus crap yep um and just yeah that is ideal. diagonal cut vertical cut horizontal for the serial killers. <laughs> so I don't... <laughs> I don't cut my toes. What? You don't cut your toes? No, not if... Like, if I'm cooking it myself, I will probably not cut my toes. I'm a diagonal. I You're like a the diagonal. diagonal? I like the diagonal. Oh, cut. this guy. I If I'm eating a sandwich, then it's a cross. Like I think that's wrong. Why is that wrong? Across you, you cut horizontally. Yeah. So you you don't have a symmetrical piece. No. Well, I guess technically diagonal is not symmetrical either. It's close enough to symmetrical, but no. But I mean, like vertical is the other one that I can understand. You yeah. Know, you have two of the exact same. But I don't understand the vertical. Hori- <laughs> you're cutting horizontal. Yeah, I think how you cut a sandwich is based on how your parents cut a sandwich. I've never seen anyone cut a horizontal sandwich. What do you mean? It's always been diagonal or vertical. I've who cuts a sandwich vertical? People who obviously like symmetry. So am I? A, <laughs> am I giving off serial killer vibes for how I cut my sandwiches? Diagonal's fancy. Yeah. And then vertical is symmetrical. Those are the options. <laughs> Sorry, horizontal's not. Okay. Let us know how you cut your. To- do you cut your toes? I how, guess that's how the- do you cut your toes? How do you cut your? Sandwiches? Or you matter? You're just not cutting it. Well, okay, so I'm if you make a, a peanut single. butter sandwich, are you cutting it? Yeah. Okay. And how are you cutting it? Horizontal. Horizontally. I don't like this. But if I'm, I'm using if I'm, if I'm using dip like toast for dippy eggs, I'm just You're using a whole piece? Yeah. You don't like having that flat side from the cut toast? That it makes it easier. I, I mean, you just dip and rip and good to go. 
He might be a serial killer. This is no odd no. behavior. <laughs> it's just, anyways, continue. You're having your anyways, uncut toast I'm with having your my own, uncut your toast eggs. with my over medium eggs with salt, pepper, and seasoned salt on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Seasoned salt just tastes really good with eggs, in my opinion. I mean, seasoned salt tastes good with a good lot with of things, you know. Um, and then probably bacon. Mm-hmm. Like crispy bacon on the side, not too like I like a little bit of fat on the bacon. Okay, you know a nice little crunch but chewy. Okay, so this is my hot take. Not a big bacon person. Well, I'd also have breakfast sausage with me too. I'm just not a big bacon person no? overall. I like female bacon. Oh well, yeah, female bacon is just. But top tier. I could, I if I was to make my breakfast from scratch, I would have bacon. Mm-hmm. But it's not like my first thing I'm eating, and it's not my favorite thing on the plate yeah it just feels like the plate's missing yeah does, that's fair yes. there. yeah i also am a bigger fan of rubbery bacon interesting yeah i like it when you pick it up and has a little bit of flop yeah <laughs> that's fair. i also have hash browns with me though okay like so this i have this in my topic thing. okay how do you feel about a breakfast hash versus hash browns mm, breakfast hash over hash browns if i'm making it myself if you're making it of yourself yeah i don't need either, really, with my breakfast. I feel like if you have bread, I say this, but there's additional things that I'm used <laughs> to having that are going to contradict this already as I'm saying it. But yeah, potatoes, maybe it's also because my go-to, if I was to make breakfast from scratch, had all this stuff, would also have a potato dish, but not, so I don't need the extra hash or the yeah, hash brown. I guess. Because for us, we have... uh potato pancakes that might okay or a lot of in a like some european countries call them latkes yeah and uh so like we have that my oma will often bring those uh for christmas and it's your irish grandma no my oma is my uh german grandma okay. and uh we so we'll have that with applesauce that she'll make interesting okay and then on the irish side we have what we call tatey bread Ooh. which is basically just pretty much mashed potatoes that you add some egg flour and create kind of a dough, flatten it, and you just fry it in bacon fat. Then it's just like a flatbread. And it's... Okay. If you talk about something to dip your your something in yolks, this is an MVP. Imagine just flattened potato bread, essentially a flatbread made out yeah. of potato, and you use that to soak up some egg. Okay, okay. That... So that's why hash browns and potato, like a hash does not make the cut for me. And okay. then, yeah, like you said, breakfast sausage has to be in there. Yeah. Links, not the flat. Oh, yeah, obviously. Some people like the I flat know, patties. The f- no. If I'm going out and I'll have that on a sandwich, like I'm going to Yeah, sure, a obviously. It makes sense for a sandwich, but yeah. links all the way. Oh, links all the way. 100% links. Like if, I, if I'm going for sausage too, like I want the maple ones. Yeah, they're like good. Maple breakfast sausage. Amazing. All right, okay. I'm glad we're on the same page for our sausages. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank goodness we have the same opinion about our sausages. Um, yeah, bacon, sausage, hash brown, hash, then eggs. Yeah, that's basically it. Like, there's not too much. Yeah, mine's pretty much exactly the same, honestly. I might have an over-easy instead of the, the over-medium, but... Here's a controversial take, and I feel like ours are not going to be the same. Yep. Orange juice or apple juice for breakfast? Mm. orange juice acidity apple juice is too sweet i think it depends it, i mean i love apple juice but it is it is very sweet not that orange juice isn't sweet but the tang that pulp you get or from, no pulp no pulp okay but i i'm an adult now so if, it, if the option <laughs> is there i'll have orange juice with pulp i just prefer it without exactly that's fair um and coffee yeah coffee is just uh not tea. Never tea. Never tea in breakfast. Yeah, no. No oh. tea. Um, I think it depends. Like, if I'm eating certain things, I think apple juice is like, I don't know. To me, just apple juice is a breakfast. I mean, it is. It definitely can be. Yeah. It's just that I find it too too sweet. That's fair. If you get, like, an orange juice that doesn't have as much... um, Like, less sugar content, it's better? Yeah. But, because obviously a lot of the fruit juices in general are very sweet. But yeah, okay, so that's interesting. That's your that's your we have very similar go-to plates. 
Yeah, just neither of us are like, oh yes, different. I want a crepe that's like. I want eggs Benedict. I do like eggs Benedict. That's the thing, Kate. So if I'm going to like that's a more breakfast brunch, place, right? yeah, I guess yeah, it depends. I mean, eggs Benedict is great. Hollandaise sauce is just all the way. It's very nice. Very 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 nice. nice. But yeah, it's not not my go-to. Uh, another quick thing that I have is we'll have like uh, English muffins, and I'll just make a fried egg. Okay. See, you know. It looks good on the gram or in YouTube videos when people do an over easy or over medium egg as their sandwich. And then it's, you know, they cut into it and you see it, the yolk dripping. Great. Yeah, it looks great. Not very practical for eating, though. True. You know, uh, turns out that egg yolk all over your hands is (laughs) messy. (laughs) So usually I have more of a fried egg that the yolk is just cooked in. Okay. And then I'll just throw that on top of like, you know. English muffin. If we've got the bacon or sausage, I'll do that with some cheese and uh, and some ketchup, probably. Which oh, the one thing I left out of my go-to plate is I like to put a dollop of sriracha over the top of each yolk. Okay. And I mix it in when okay. I'm when I'm start dipping. I mix the sriracha with the with the egg yolk. I'm here for that. It's okay. It's like, and then it's like you know you got this nice sauce. Some nice sauce. But yeah, so we have similar plates, which is fair because we've gone obviously out for breakfast at somewhere like A&W yeah. where we've basically you get the plate. Yeah, you get it. I don't Do they still do that? Oh, yeah. Dang, I haven't been to A&W for breakfast, like sit down breakfast in a while. So you can get, I think they have like the Canadian, which is basically everything we said. Yeah. Do you like, what's your opinion on like people get tomatoes as a side? Like it's not a big tomato fan in general, but I have, I'm not going to lie. I have roasted some cherry tomatoes. Okay. For my uh, breakfast with some whole mushrooms, just roast them both in the pan and had them on the side with my over easy eggs. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it's nice. the The thing about nice roasted tomatoes is they get very sweet. Yeah. And they just burst. They're almost like another sauce to put on your toast. Yeah. Really, right? You you can just pop it right on top of your toast with throwing some egg and boom, done deal. It is delicious. A lot of work though. So that's the eggs category. Not a baked bean fan, though. Not a yeah, So like a full English. Thing. I'm also not a big fan of uh, the blood sausage or mm, whatever. Yeah. Blood pudding. Yeah, blood pudding, no thanks. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little much for me. Um. See, yeah. Yeah, no blood pudding. Baked beans, I got to be in a mood for. I mean, like when I go to a certain breakfast place, that's like one of the sides that kind of comes in the meal, so I'll get it with it. Yeah. Um. Moving on. Uh, French <sighs> toast, yay or nay? I do love me some French toast. French toast is a yay, um, preferably with a nice thick piece of brioche. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm here. For um, that. I definitely am a bigger fan of the thick, thicker uh, French toast than yeah. the pre-sliced uh, whatever bread yet. Um, just one, you can obviously control it if you're cutting yourself, and two is a uh, it's much more custardy. Like it's a custard. That's what you're dipping your bread in. Is a yeah. custard, so I want to have a bit of more of a custardy texture to it when I'm eating. And friend, and a brioche is just MVP, like one of the MVPs of bread. Yeah, can't argue with that. Like a slice of brioche, when you just eat it, you're like, "This is delicious," and it's just bread. No, you don't even need to add. That's how I feel about focaccia. Yeah, focaccia is also up there, especially depending on what you use on it. Yeah, just eating like it a straight. roast, like a roasted garlic roasted tomato. Oh, whew. you're just like delicious. This doesn't feel like bread. Oh gosh! I don't like the place I work at. We have a breakfast sandwich that's served on a focaccia. There you go. And it's like, oof. Um, so that's French toast. Pancakes or waffles? You like French toast though? Oh frick yeah! Whipped cream, maple syrup, maple syrup, mm, maple syrup. Question. Fresh berries. Fresh berries. Friggin- oh yeah. Bananas. What's your opinion but, on? Um, uh, yeah, real corn maple syrup. syrup or fake maple syrup? On both. Do you, so there's the people that use like the, the very, uh, non-viscous or a very viscous. I don't know. The, there's like. The one that's basically water. Here's here's the real question. Does your maple syrup come from a plastic bottle or a glass bottle? Because that is the deciding factor here. Not true, because there are maple syrups in, in plastic bottles nowadays. That's legitimate maple syrup? Yep. Interesting. To me, it's just that's always how it... I mean, we have both. We have a glass bottle one and a plastic one upstairs right now that, oh. are, that are both maple, Weird. like proper maple syrup. But there's also the, co- the, the colored corn syrup. Yep. Which... I can understand people having in their house for different baking mm-hmm. needs, but you don't put that on your pancakes, waffles, or French toast. No, gosh, and then no. there's the 
stuff that's basically just sugar water that's colored brown. <laughs> which Aunt is Jemima. Yeah, which is definitely a no no. Okay. It's gotta be I mean, for people listening outside of Canada, we are Canadian. We are passionate about our syrup. Our maple syrup. And it's gotta be real, maple syrup. That's 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 front the first thing, obviously. It's gotta be legit maple syrup. And I do like some fresh berries on my French toast. Yeah, I would go with fresh berries, even a nice sliced banana. Banana is nice. Uh, not usually go to on my French toast, but I can see it. I mean, French toast reminds me, even though it's nowhere near the same. I feel it's like a crepe. Yeah. You basically anything you do to a crepe, people do to French toast. You know, Nutella and, and a banana. That's true, actually. Yeah. Nutella and banana, sure. Same thing. Why not? Whipped cream, some berries. Sure, why not? Easy peasy. Just some maple, something simple like just maple syrup and powdered sugar or something. People do it. It's true. <sighs> Waffles pancakes. This is a tough one. Homemade pancakes, store bought waffles. Weird. I'm just uh, waffles, mostly because texture. Like, yeah. a waffle is a pancake. Is that just a hot textured. take? No, it's like Lay's versus Ruffles plain chips, you know? Like it, it's one's just, ruffled, one's it's, not. It's got a nice texture if done if cooked well, done right. You know, you got some nice crispy parts of the waffle. Mm-hmm. And there's just nooks and crannies for your maple syrup or whatever you nice made. Butter. Uh like this week I had I made a a peaches with blueberry, um, kind of like a rum caramel. Okay. That was like a sauce I made with all that. Mm-hmm. And I had that on French toast. Not bad. With a dollop of whipped cream. It was pretty darn good, sounds like. It was really, really good. And, uh, you know, on a waffle, there's a nice lot of holes, like, you know, nooks for all that to go in. fill it up. <clears throat> As a kid, with uh, the frozen Eggo waffles, yeah. I would put syrup in and then I would just, like, tilt it and have it, like, go down. Or into the next <laughs> one. Yeah. Nice little waterfall of yep. syrup. Yeah. Yep. And now I just eat waffles, like, they're, if I have frozen waffles, it's because I need something quick, mm-hmm. and I'll literally grab it and go. Yeah. Eat it by itself. And my girlfriend hates it. <laughs> she thinks, she finds it very disturbing that I just eat a plain... I could eat a plain Eggo waffle <laughs> from the toaster with nothing. Yeah, it doesn't taste that bad, though. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. They're easy enough well, to go. Well, sometimes, you know, if you have a cinnamon one... Yeah, blueberry one, yeah, even. Exactly. Like, you don't need the flavor if you're in you a rush. got flavor. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely waffles... As yep. my as my go to, pancakes I do like. I like preferably I like a banana pancake. Oh yeah, banana pancakes are delicious. Chocolate chip pancakes, banana chocolate chip, pancakes. banana <laughs> the double one. That's definitely uh, I would prefer that over a regular pancake. Mm-hmm. But probably waffles most of the time over a pancake, unless okay. it's a potato pancake. Then that's a whole. Then get me some applesauce and we're good to go. But yeah, that's a that's definitely a hot hot, hot debate. We we sound like we're very much on the same line. Yeah, we're overly of, yeah. Um. So what else we got for breakfast? Cereal. Cereal. Milk or cereal first? Cereal first, like. Right, Connor. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, don't. But my girlfriend doesn't do it that way. Yep, she does now. She's seen the era of her ways. After I called her out for it and have literally any time this how any time this conversation comes up, I mention it, and now her response is no, I don't do it like that anymore. Anymore? Why are you doing it like that in the first place? How do you know how much milk you need? You don't. She you also don't. likes to add sugar to her cereal. Okay, the only exception to that is Rice Krispies. Yeah, outside or of like that? Special K, like the 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 one that's just Rice Krispies but it's Special K. Oh yeah yeah. You don't add sugar no. to any other cereal that has sugar. That's that's just implying you don't like milk and you just need that leftover sugar to drink the milk that's left over after the cereal. Exactly. And probably because you're adding too much milk because you didn't do <laughs> exactly. cereal first. Get your stuff together, kids. Okay, but cereal. Okay. What's your go-to? Okay, well, Ooh. what was your go-to as a kid and what's your go-to now? Go-to as a kid, Rice Krispies and Corn Pops. Corn pops are pretty good. We always had a mix okay. of different cereals, uh, me and my brothers. Uh, there was always Honey Nut Cheerios. Yep. Which is, I feel like that's a, that's a staple. Staple. Rice Krispies, another staple. And then from there, would it'd be like, what's the other one for the week, two weeks that was it was there? Yeah. Honeycomb, 
Yeah. Also a solid one for my childhood. Yeah, that's a good one. We've had a lot of the corn the the corn puffs. Um Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most of the time that was kind of what we had. Every now and then we'd have like the Nesquik uh Yeah. And Count Chocula. That one underrated. Underrated only comes around Halloween time these but, days. Uh, unreal. And then my favorite cereal as a kid. Captain Crunch. French Toast Crunch. Okay. Pure, basically pure sugar. Yeah. But delicious. Okay. Obviously, right up there is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but French Toast yeah. Crunch, I was like... Are you a fan of Frosted Flakes at all? Frosted Flakes are so meh. Tony the Tiger? They're so mid. But I hear they're great. The, fr- the Frosted doesn't add enough to the flakes. You know? I'd rather the just- flake to Frosted <laughs> ratio is just not there. I'd rather just have... Regular cornflakes and used cornflakes is like a breading for something. <laughs> That's true. I think... But cereal now, I don't have nearly as often. Yep, same. Um, I'm a big fan of Honey Bunchers of Oats. We're old. Well, I was right. That's <laughs> just sounds like an older cereal. It's not like I'm saying Raisin Bran. I don't like raisins, so that would... Mm, fair. Doesn't matter how many scoops you put of raisins in, I'm not eating it. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and probably Honey Nut Cheerios or something. That's fair. Or Apple Jacks, maybe, and change it up. Ooh, Apple Jacks. I've never had the Apple Jacks. Like adding some cinnamon, you know, Ooh. a little bit of zing. Um. But yeah. Usually, it's just that would probably be my go-to. Honey bunches of oats, the one with almonds. Yeah. I think it's good. Know. Or I do like a nice granola of some sorts. There are all yeah, different yeah. types of granolas. You yeah. Can, yeah. Just have it with plain yogurt. Also, yogurt parfait kind of style. Yeah, just like yogurt. If we have some berries, yeah. there, good to go. So, my favorite cereal, two scoops. Um, <laughs> I actually really like it. Two You're scoops. Like raisin, so you yeah, are raised. I am old. I am two scoops raisin bran. Best. That's my go-to so you, cereal. You like raisins? Yeah, I like raisins. Unironically, like raisins. Yeah, I just think it's a good cereal. Um, followed by. But what is your belief of raisins and cookies? Needed? Oh, terrible! Like, I don't like that. <laughs> You're like, why are you like, putting raisins? Why you like put? <laughs> why are you making an oatmeal raisin cookie? You make an oatmeal cookie. Or like butter want. tarts with raisins. Butter tarts with raisins. I don't mind. I'd prefer them without it. Raisins but I just still ruin everything for me. It. I'm just like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, what they ruined <laughs> Halloween for you too? Yeah, growing up, yeah, when you had little boxes of raisins, little shriveled up things. Yeah. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my life. I liked you when you were and a grape. I like some dried fruits, just not grapes. Not, I don't like not, raisins. You don't like the dried grapes? Like a dried apricot? Fire. So dried mango? Top I'm, tier. Exactly. I even like craisins. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like raisins. Anyways, yeah. Two scoops. Great cereal. That's my go-to cereal. Probably followed by the Special K with the dried strawberries in it. I'm not a big fan of the freeze-dried strawberries. No? No. But I can see why. The Special K cereal is nice. Like the flakes. Yeah. I've had the, the vanilla flaked one with basically. The almonds yeah. one. Basically, yeah. honey bunches of oats, but Yeah, special just K. Special K version. Yeah. Those it's are solid. good ones. Yeah. Do they put less cereal in cereal boxes now, by the way? Oh, they definitely do, dude. It's Inflation so rates, man. It's so tiny. Inflation rates. I often think about going back to like some of the childhood like cereals, but I know like if I go back to... Lucky Charms or something. Lucky Charms or uh, the Captain Crunch. I know it's not going to be as good. There's that magic spoon. Have you seen that? Where it's like, uh, it's basically ripped off of um, childhood cereals. But like no sugar. And it has, you know, five, has like whatever amounts of protein and fiber and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's like child cereal for quotations, adults, whatever. Um, (laughs) Maybe we'll try it. Maybe, maybe. Pretty sure you can pick it up at the store. Oh, so then we're fine then. Yeah, well, we can try it. I think too. I think something that I miss from my childhood that's not anymore, and maybe this is just us growing up, is the jingles of the cereal commercials. Yeah, I was uh, like, actually just singing a recent jingle, not of a cereal, but mm-hmm. of Tim Hortons. Okay. Always fresh. Yeah. Always fresh. Definitely not factual Always anymore. We. What is even the the saying now for Tim Hortons? I don't know. Something bad. Never. But you remember like the weird like animation for Rice Krispies and like the singing yeah. pops? Who will sing up next? It's like r- Snap, Crackle, Pop. Snap, Crackle, know? Pop. They're, Tony the Tiger even. They're I remember great. seeing uh, every now like 
when you like don't see ads anymore and then you'll see an ad and you'll be like whoa yeah tony the tiger's changed a lot because now it's just like a massive cgi yeah well it's even like barney's like a weird cgi character now too right but yeah breakfast cereal is not my go-to it's definitely a uh oh i don't have anything and i need this you know yeah that's fair um but this is more of a nostalgia thing but a big thing we had a lot when we were like sick or our mom would make if there was like time on like a Saturday or Sunday was cream of wheat. Okay. I think some people call it like hot cereal, I believe. But basically it's just wheat and like milk and you just slowly kind of like ends up looking close to a porridge situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, that with like some brown sugar. Oatmeal? Oatmeal? I've had I've had oatmeal was like always a uh hot and cold. Like sometimes I'd be eating oatmeal a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm done with oatmeal. And then oatmeal a lot. But now I have a lot of overnight oats. Oh, okay. Because it's a lot easier for me to just be like, okay, I'm gonna make four jars of overnight oats and I'll have those over the week for breakfast. And you can do whatever you want with them. And you know, I add like chia seeds and um, berries or apples, like apple and cinnamon yeah. with some plain Greek yogurt. So it's got a lot of, you know, protein fiber. It's very filling as well. But regular oatmeal, it was always like pretty far down the list. Okay. Another thing that was just on the quicker side because I yeah. just throw it in the microwave because okay. I would just use like the, the, like the, the Quaker Oats packets. Yeah. Hot water and throw a packet. Well, no, I would, I would use milk. Yeah, I would use milk with the oatmeal. Interesting. Yeah, I never used water. I've never had it with milk. It's better with milk. In my opinion. I don't know about that. It is better. What does water add and what does milk add? I don't know. I'm just saying. I've never had it with milk. That might just be a whole different whole ball ball game. Game. But you know, So what you're saying is you never had cream, uh, cream of wheat? No. Okay. We'll have it one time when you're <laughs> over. So you can try it. But... Um, you have to like, it's one of those dishes where you're, you're constantly stirring, it heats on low because you yeah. don't want the milk to burn or curdle and you're just, you pour in the wheat and it, you just stir it until all of a sudden it just, it's like thicker. Mm-hmm. But my mom, my mom, her thing was always, you had to keep stirring so there's no lumps, but I always loved lumps. <laughs> like I liked getting lumps of it. <laughs> so, but yeah, you would just put a, like just a bit of brown sugar sprinkled on top of it and that's how you would eat it. And it definitely isn't for everyone. Looking at it, it kind of looks like baby-esque food. But it was delish. Not going to lie. And a very nice hot bowl of it, you know, when you're not feeling well. Yeah. Hit the spot. And, uh, yeah, so drop, you know, drop a comment in the Discord if, uh, <laughs> if, that, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, what's it, what, what else do we have for hot takes? So, so, so far, we're, we're pretty much pretty similar. In a lot of the ways, we're Last none of us the oatmeal. Yeah, none of us putting milk first. Yeah, but one of us using crazy. milk and oatmeal, and one of us using water. water. Which is weird. What's your like? I usually go for like apple cinnamon oatmeal. Uh, yeah, apple cinnamon's good. The so maple is brown sugar. The maple brown good. sugar is my go-to. Nice. Uh, um, I was never a fan of the mixed berries one. No, plain ones. Like you no. may as well just make your own oatmeal from. Yeah, like, you're gonna have to do seasoning anyways. Like flavor. Like you just make your own oatmeal from exactly. scratch. What's the point of having like? At least for the packets. If you're doing like a yeah. quick one, like why? Who's having plain oatmeal? Yeah. Old people. Let's face it. And it's not the nicest thing to look at. No, it's too, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Just no thanks. It's not a very, it's not the most appetizing thing to look at. And as a kid, I, I don't know if you can relate, but it'd be like throw it in the microwave for whatever it is. A minute 30, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not paying attention. And it starts like, like the whole thing starts blowing up like high. And you're like, oh. Uh, there's been no. many no there's no because i boil the water in a pot or like oh, a like a like a never, kettle you, you never use the microwave no okay not to make oatmeal oh i use the microwave microwave as a kid best friend dude that thing <laughs> lightning quick on things and uh sometimes it would boil over like it would just oh, like the amount of times man. i'd have to clean the microwave plate because it's just this no, gloopy oatmeal no. on it yeah yikes no thank you yeah What's your, what's your go-to beverage for for breakfast though? Like coffee? Like are you just having? I'll probably just have like if I'm at home and I have time, I'll probably make 
you know, I have it in my fridge, like apple juice. Okay. Um, coffee wise, I mean, if I'm like taking the time to prepare my coffee, then yeah, let's say you have time, like you're a, not in a rush. Are you, oh, then I'll do a pour over. You're doing a pour over? Yeah. Nice, yeah. simple pour over. I'm having a latte. Nice. Nice latte. Yeah, yeah. You're bougie because you got your machines and stuff. Uh, yes, I do have an, uh, the espresso machine. But yeah, I'm having a nice latte. That's what I have every day. Dang, and okay. Now, nowadays, so I have like morning meetings and uh, to make sure that I'm not a reliant on the caffeine, like I still need it, but I don't yeah. desperately need it to wake up. I uh, usually will do all my morning meetings and I'll have it after that. So usually I'm awake for three hours well they also say not to have caffeine when you first wake up like, yeah but a lot of people f- do that i know that i'm just saying like so yeah so basically i'm awake for probably three-ish hours and mm-hmm. then i make my coffee and then i i'm not a uh i'm sure you've noticed but I don't, i'm not a uh a downer of the caffeine i'm like definitely no, you sip it you enjoy I'm, the caffeine yeah i'm just you know throughout the day so my coffee will last me a good couple hours yeah. And I just, you know, take out as I go. And I think I'm you not enjoy desperate. the flavor of coffee. I think that's the big thing because I feel like people that down caffeine. Well, I enjoy is... both because I obviously like sugary stuff too. So yeah. there's times where I'll make, uh, and this is the cool thing about when you have, if you have your own espresso machine is you can buy syrups and you can buy, you can do whatever you want. So some days I'll make myself a shaken brown sugar espresso. Yeah. And some days I'll have a vanilla, a nice vanilla latte. Sometimes I'll just have just an iced latte and sometimes i'll have a maple cinnamon with a little bit of maple syrup and some cinnamon you know mm-hmm. it becomes endless and i definitely like all all of those in their own way in their own right but yeah nothing beats a well um well-made coffee in terms of an espresso i'm not I'm not big on pour overs and stuff mostly because i don't drink hot coffee i prefer cold coffee Always coffee yeah so i make i'll make my own cold brew okay but i usually don't even use that great of a coffee for it to be honest i'll usually use whatever because i find that cold brew does take a lot of the sting out of even bad coffee mm-hmm. a lot of the bitterness is taken out i think it depends on the beans it's true. But uh, espresso is definitely something you can notice when you have a good coffee, something that's been roasted that month, and if it's dialed in well. Um, but yeah, uh, right now it's pretty lazy. We just have some not the best. So usually I have a iced vanilla latte. But okay. for example, I went to Matt's work, who... Banger place. Every morning, dialing it in, dialing in their... Uh, they're shots to have a different coffee what every month you said uh it depends on how it sells so like for example like the future espresso that we had is only lasts us two and a half weeks now we're switching it in like two days because we have less than a bag left but yeah i had just a plain hot milk with the espresso yeah and i didn't have to add anything it was perfect the way it was the milk sweetness is enough which is if you were to just have milk by itself i think it's fair to say you don't really recognize that it's sweet yeah but when you have it with a really well done a shot of espresso, it does add that little bit that maybe that espresso needs. It complements it, really. It really does. Tech both texturally, obviously, with the textured milk. Texturally, mouthfeel and like the flavor itself. Like yeah. it highlights different aspects of the espresso that you might not see on your like by drinking the espresso by itself or drinking the milk by itself, right? Like it Without sounding, you know, too uh, <laughs> pretentious. It's not a coffee podcast, but But if it were. But if it were but yeah, um, definitely, yeah, mine is a... But that's obviously, like you said, I have the ability to make myself an iced latte, so that's yeah. what I'm having. Uh, if I didn't have the espresso machine, I would probably just have cold brew. I would just make like a big batch of cold brew probably for the week. Okay. How do you make your cold brew? Do you use a French press for it? Or? Uh, we have a... Um, uh, some sort of immersion, you know, like the one where you just has the uh, little filter that goes in the middle, kind of like a tea steeper. And you uh, grind the beans, you put the beans in the metal filter. The metal filter goes right in the middle of the water. Okay. And you can just leave it out. It's like a pitcher. And it has a big metal current, like, for it. Okay. So it just steeps. And, uh, yeah, just leave it out for a day. Then I'll take out the little steeper yeah. and then put it in the nope. fridge. That's fair. And um, it depends. Sometimes I'll make a more concentrated brew, and then that way I can just do the uh, like part of the cold brew with water. Okay. And then 
that way I can spread that brew that I made over yeah. the week. Or it's sometimes it even makes an not to the same level, but it can hold up to a if you make a really strong cold brew concentrate, it can hold up to making like a latte. Air quotes here. Yeah. To an extent. Because the coffee will still come through yeah. through all the milk. But yeah, any other uh, breakfast items? What are your feelings uh, about like crepes? I mean, craps, crepes, craps, uh, craps, craps, crepes. Give you the craps. <laughs> Sometimes, um, that's bougie. Well, you know, we have a couple bougie breakfast places around here, and every time I haven't been recently, but mm-hmm. when I go, even when I look at it, the menu, and I see crepes, I'm just like, do I want to spend this money on a crepe? No, you don't. You don't. So I don't. That's what I don't. I it's do like the them. Though. Yeah, crepes are good in retrospect. Like, I'll, like I do enjoy a crepe with whipped cream and some berries or Nutella and banana, whatever. Yeah. It's nice. But if I'm going to, for example, like a Cora's or something, which is very expensive, yeah. to be fair. Like, I wouldn't recommend going to Gosh, a no. But I'm probably getting one of the breakfast items that has all the breakfast we just said with a pile of fruit. Yeah. Over a crepe. A crepe. Yes. Yeah, some stuffed crepes. 100%. This is, you know... Thank you, buck. Be. That's what it is when it comes to breakfast, you know. Because breakfast That's why should not so be good. A&W is so good. Even like if you go to like local breakfast places, yep. you pay like eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine. You get a full breakfast meal. And you're like, this is this is it. This is a nice breakfast. Exactly. I have everything I want. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. God, we uh, have this discussion. <laughs> not a big fan of your horizontal bread cutting. We're not gonna let it go. We're gonna have to ask. We're gonna have to ask on the Discord. How do you guys slice your bread? What's the right way to slice your bread? Are you slicing wrong? Is there a wrong way to slice your bread? Apparently so. Why is horizontal not the way? I don't know. I guess, I don't even know. I mean, I guess I could see it like you make your sandwich. Yeah. Or whatever. And the bread's right there in front of you and you just pull across. I can see, you know, that's the quickest way probably. But I don't know. Seems really wrong to me. <laughs> also, I don't know if you have the same feeling, but why do finger sandwiches taste better than regular sandwiches? Because there's no crust on them. But also, and they're it's, like, and, and it's just tiny and you, yeah, and you're like, this is so it, cute yeah, and delicate. And you're like, there's something mm, about it being smaller, I am higher class, smaller that makes it taste better. That's fair. I don't know why. It's finger food, man. Finger food always tastes better. Because you can make that same sandwich. And if I cut the crust off and I cut it into like fours and give it to you, you're gonna be like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. But if I had to cut it horizontally for you and then give it to you, why is it gotta be horizontal? You're gonna be like, this is just mediocre. This is not the same sandwich. No. Not oh, one thing we one last topic for breakfast. What type of I assume you like cheese maybe on your eggs if you have like a breakfast sandwich or something? Not often. No, not a big cheese fan. No, like I'll get a cheese and egg, but like you know, like if it's not there, I'm not gonna complain. That's fair. What about you? What's your what's your cheesy egg taste take? Mm, well, usually it's whatever's in the house. Yeah, is the big thing. Um, but I do like a nice sharp cheddar. Okay. Like an aged cheddar. Yeah. Um, but you just have to obviously be careful with melting an aged cheddar because they can uh break and be oily it's old you know yeah but um we never have like american like a single slice or anything so which sometimes is nice i mean you know there ain't any many cheeses that just melt like that on top of that like blanket it you know perfectly blanket cheese is blankets and so then perfectly omelets omelets i do love me an omelet that is actually a big one we didn't talk about yeah i know i realized that i was like because you soon said cheese i was like well i mean i got cheese with the omelets for omelet, a big well one. Do you like an American style omelet or like a French omelet? I find a French omelet. I've never ordered a French omelet at a restaurant. I've made it for myself before. Mm-hmm. I find it way too much work in terms of you having to pay attention to how much you've cooked it and yeah, no the American rolling, omelet and the rolling it and yeah, I'm just no, like you know no. what, I'm okay with some brown. Flop um, that thing over and call it a day. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. You know some brown. Okay, exactly. nice color flavor. Um, my go-to cheese for a omelet, though, Goat is just shredded cheese, like a bag of shredded cheese, like a not a shred- you're not shredding it yourself. I mean, if I have time, but like if I have a bag of shredded, yeah, cheese, like I'll sh- like a marble or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, 
Goat's cheese. Goat cheese on your omelet, eh? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Goat cheese. I'm a big fan of like goat cheese, spinach, mushroom. Um, if we have it, omelets are great tools for leftovers. So if you have oh, like- Oh, yeah, 100%. Leftover chicken or something. So I'll, You have a taco night? You're having yeah, omelets exactly. the next couple exactly. days. So I'll, I'll do like the chicken, mushrooms, spinach together. Yeah. Then I'll mix it with the goat's cheese. Yeah, okay, the, okay. The, heat of the, the residual heat of that will help melt yeah. the goat cheese to make it more- ploppy i don't know yeah and then i'll dollop More that spread out yeah i'll dollop that around the the omelet and then maybe a sprinkle of grated cheese on top nice. in it as well and then fold it nice i'm here for that yeah goat cheese is underrated i agree it is underrated and that it is tart oh they got that a little mm. bit of, but it's it's a welcome it's good on salads oh it's unreal in salads like a spinach arugula salad with some yeah with some goat's cheese some sort of of fruit, so whether that's a pear, an apple, strawberry, and then you throw in some sort of nut for a crunch. Walnuts always, especially if you know if you're feeling crazy, you candy the nut. Mm, yeah, and then yeah, you, then you can have it with some sort of sweet or fruity vinaigrette. Yeah, that's pretty fire. Then you get pretty schnazzy. That is, a, and then you just throw on some grilled chicken, and you're some good cut, to go. And there's a meal. But yeah, that's but been no, so uh, that's, that's, that's the breakfast episode, <laughs> which leaves us lunch and dinner still. Lunch and dinner saying. and dessert and, and brunch and brunch and early dinner, late lunch. What are we hobbits? I don't know, man. Just potatoes. But yeah, um, let us know what your favorite breakfast items are: milk first, cereal first. How so you we know slice who, your bread. So we know who's uh safe in our <laughs> <laughs> in the Discord. <laughs> Who could be trusted and not? And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, once again we. We watched Bochy the Rock, gave it a solid 9 out of 10, both of us. Definitely would recommend if you guys are interested in seeing something, especially if you if you have some sort of social anxiety yourself and you want to be able to see that in media and a character portrayed in a really proper way, I think you should check it out. I think it could also maybe help yourself, you know, feel like you're not alone if if there's someone creating an anime about it, you're not alone. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's there is enough people who are just like you out there and you know, it just and if you're a big social person, talk to the person who is quiet. Maybe they're just too scared to talk to anyone. You know? That's a a big thing uh one last thing before we uh close out is uh in college I wore uh, like my Cloud Nine, which is an esports hoodie, esports org that I wore, like the hoodie, and I would wear like my Sabres hat, and I'd have anime wallpapers on my computer, and that's how I actually became friends with one of my friends, is because I wasn't gonna go talk to anyone, but he noticed that I had three things that he was into. Yep. And he was like, "Hey, uh, I saw." He's like, "Hey, I like Naruto," and then he was like, "And I saw that you wore a Cloud Nine like jersey, like or who? What? What?" What video game are you yeah. interested in? And then the Sabres. And he's like, oh, I like hockey. And, blah, blah. and now we're friends. We're still friends. I don't know how many years it's been. That's usually he's been on the podcast. He's been on the podcast. Dan number two. <laughs> Dan number two. I can't remember what we talked about. Star Wars. Star Wars. That makes sense for Dan. Yeah. He's a big Star Wars fan. But yeah, he's the one who saw all the stuff that I was wearing, which is funny because in an episode of Bochi, she's like, I'm going to, I have all this merch, this band merch. Hopefully someone will talk to me. And she's like walking. She's like, talk to me, talk to me, talk to please, me. Please, please, please. And so no one does. I wasn't going out of my way to do that. Yeah. But Dan was a lot more social and saw those things. And that's, you know, if you're a person like that, that sees someone who has interest, you know, sometimes just talk to the person. You know, you, you might have a friend for life, a friend for the time you're at whatever school. Mm -hmm. It's worth, uh, you know, sometimes the quiet kids, they're not just... You know, they're not serial killers. Sometimes no, they're, they're just too good people. Sometimes they're just too scared to talk to someone and you can really make their day or change change both your lives. That's true. You never know. And uh with that, we uh friendly reminder that we will be watching Heavenly Delusion this month for February. So feel free to join in with us. Follow us on all our social medias. We'll keep you updated. That's in the link tree down below. Join the Discord to converse with all the fellow nerdy misfits and also we're also on different anime websites so if you want to keep track of the other animes and stuff that we're watching uh let us know if you're on my anime list or, or any list, any list. Um, how do you keep track of your anime or manga if you're reading or watching anything yeah let you us make know. your own spreadsheet do you make your own spreadsheet let us know because then we'll give you a follow you know yeah help for sure help it grow you know um but until then 
Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week where we chat about What If and Echo. Woohoo! Woohoo! Bye! TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the Islands by dropping a follow. Thank you, Thank and you. see you next week.